0: Talk Radio Renegade Talk Radio
1: Good morning ladies and gentlemen welcome to the American Journal I'm your host Harrison Smith infowars.com band.video very very happy uh, to be here Today, having returned from the Rebels for a Cause event, had so much fun, got to meet a lot of you folks out there that are probably listening to this right now. Uh, probably That was probably the highlight of the whole thing, actually getting to meet so many of you. Man, it was uh, quite an experience. Can't wait for the next one. I was thinking about maybe playing this speech that I gave, I, I don't know if we'll have time to it, but uh, boy is it pertinent. Good Lord, the whole speech was about sort of rejecting the black pill and how you deal with just a daily flood of bad news without becoming demoralized, and um, it's like God heard me and was like, oh, really? Oh, you think you can handle a lot of bad news? Wait till you get back and start going over the headlines of the last weekend. It has been just absolute insanity across the entire world, and we're going to get into it. Maybe we'll show the video of of the speech if we have time, but there's just so very much to get to I don't know if we'll be able to in fact let's just let's get into it shall we we'll begin today as we do every day with your daily dispatch all right here it is folks your daily dispatch for Tuesday the 6th of June 2023 Collapse of major dam in southern Ukraine triggers emergency as Moscow and Kiev blame each other. The wall of a major dam in southern Ukraine collapsed Tuesday, triggering floods, endangering Europe's largest nuclear power plant and threatening drinking water supplies as both sides in the war rushed to evacuate residents and blamed each other for its destruction. Ukraine accused Russian forces of blowing up the Karkovka Dam and hydroelectric power station on the Dnieper River in an area Moscow controls, while Russian officials blamed Ukrainian bombardment in the contested area. It is not possible to verify the claims, but you know, I think we can get to the bottom of it. I think we can put our Sherlock Holmes hat on and uh, take, take a look at the two primary suspects and see if we can't get to the bottom of things. It was Ukraine. Ukraine did it. And we'll explain why in a little bit. (laughs) People blaming Russia. It's like first they blow up their own Nord Stream pipeline. Then they order attacks on the Kremlin with their own drones. And now they're blowing up their own dam and almost flooding out their own uh, troops that were stationed beneath the dam. Those Russians just they're crazy. They're so crazy. They keep doing things that just hurt themselves. It's it's. It's a ridiculous claim, and we'll explain exactly why and look at some history, some some recent history where the Ukrainians actually talked about doing this and then they did it. So, yeah, we'll explain it. Meanwhile, Apple unveils a $3,500 headset as it wades into the world of virtual reality. Yes, augmented reality, virtual reality non-reality you might want to call it apple on monday unveiled a long rumored headset that will take that will place its users between the virtual and real world while also testing the technology trendsetters ability to popularize newfangled devices after others failed to capture the public's imagination maybe it'll work this time maybe we'll see we'll see about that but yes we are uh, just t- taking the next step One one small headset For man, one giant leap into the abyss of our technocratic, anti-human, transhuman future. Meanwhile, Newsom threatens DeSantis with kidnapping charges after migrants are flown to Sacramento. Governor Gavin Newsom took his feud with Governor Ron DeSantis to New Heights on Monday, seemingly threatening him with kidnapping charges after California officials say South American migrants were sent to Sacramento by the state of Florida as a political stunt. Well, you are a sanctuary state. Is it kidnapping to send somebody to a sanctuary? I just don't know. There's another case where they want to charge Ron Sanders with kidnapping. You know, we'll get into it. We'll get it. Nobody seems to care about the 80,000 children that have gone missing from the Biden administration just giving them to strangers with no ability to contact them anymore. That seems like a bit of a more kidnapping concern to me. But, hey, what do I know? All right, we'll, we'll, do, we'll finish up on the other side. Two more just... Absolute bombshell! Incredible stories to come. One of them just not as not as like newsworthy as it is just utterly horrifying. So stay tuned for that. We'll be right back.
2: It's Tuesday, June sixth, Year Bar Lauren, twenty twenty three, and. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time All, all right, folks, welcome back. This is ready The
1: ready American Journal. Can I just say the boys okay, are back in three, town? Two, one, it's we actually are operating with our full contingent today after it feels like weeks since that was the case. Matt, our producer, was gone, and Dan was gone like at times last week with like two of our normal crew. Everybody's back now, and it's it's wonderful to see. Excited. Operating it at, at uh, peak capacity. And of course, thank you to uh, Christy Leaf for covering for me yesterday. And Reese making his debut on Friday was incredibly powerful and awesome. So good. It's amazing the depth of talent we have here at InfoWars. Just awesome. Just, just incredible, have to say. Even yeah, crews like coming up with new logos on the. On the rundown sheets here about just just firing on all cylinders. And it's wonderful to see. Uh, we'll finish up here with our um, daily dispatch. We have one of the craziest headlines. I, it's like you don't even know where to begin with this. Representative Anna Paulina Luna says FBI is afraid Biden informant will be killed if identity is released, Representative Anna Paulina Luna has said that the Federal Bureau of Investigation is afraid that the informant who provided information about an alleged bribery scheme by the Biden president, uh, by the Biden family will be killed if their identity is exposed. Again, just a, just a crazy thing for the federal police to say about the president. <laughs> what? Uh, what? like, like, that's a threat, right? They're, they're making a threat. The FBI, the, basically the secret police, have a whistleblower, and they're just like, yeah, we can't tell you who the whistleblower is. They might uh, hurt themselves. It sounds like a threat to me, Anna Polina tweeted. Just left the house, uh, meeting for House Oversight. The FBI is afraid their informant will be killed if unmasked, based on the info he's brought forward about the Biden family. Hmm. Okay. Congresswoman added that according to the FBI, Biden as VP was involved in a $5 million bribery scheme with a foreign national. Okay, so the FBI either can't protect this whistleblower from President Biden or from the uh, international forces with which he is cooperating and being bribed, or it's just a threat and The FBI is the actual danger to this whistleblower. Which one of those options is more horrifying? I honestly can't tell. But Hey, speaking of horrifying, our last story is that. <laughs> okay, I just, I don't even know. Okay, I'll just read it. I'll just go ahead and read it. Terrified nurse catches naked witches eating carcass in haunting CCTV after setting up cam in backyard. There's actually... Screenshots of this. Corina uh, Stanhope found a dead deer at the bottom of her garden in Powell River, Canada, and decided to set up a trail camera to see if it would track any animals at night. What Karina found was far more disturbing than anything she thought she would capture. The 36-year-old claims she could not believe her eyes when her... And her granddad, Bob, reviewed the chilling footage the next day. The shocked pair said they saw two half-naked women appearing to dine on the deer's corpse. Pictures show the pair with long, matted black hair wearing just a piece of cloth covering their buttocks and standing over the dead deer. With their hair covering their faces, the figure appears to squat down and reach over to the carcass with long fingers before picking up a hoof and taking a bite. So, So that's... So that happened. That's, that's going on. This is why we have guns. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this exact reason. It also might be why they burned witches at the stake in Salem. I just – I don't even know. I, I don't know. I'd love to – I just can't wait to hear, like, the, the leftist defense of this. Like, <laughs> it's not illegal, to wander around naked in the woods and eat rotting carcasses, <laughs> right? It's a wh- a what now the Christians are going to grandstand on not having witches dining on the fetid corpses of wildlife in their backyards. <laughs> it's called freedom, okay? It's like, well, I, d- I don't even know where to go from here. It's just you you get rid of the the normal standards of civilization And everything just collapses into witchcraft and anarchy. And good morning. (laughs) And that's our morning news. (laughs) That's your Daily Dispatch. What is the castle law on someone eating a deer carcass in your... I I mean, that should scare you for your life, right? I would think so. I mean, uh, God only knows. I, I, I just literally can't imagine. Just have no idea. Like, can you imagine you... You know, a deer dies in your backyard, and you're like, you know, we'll put up a camera. Maybe a, maybe we'll get some cool wildlife. Maybe there'll be like a cougar, bear will come by. That'll be neat, won't it? Show the grandkids. Hey, look, what's wandering around the backyard? Instead, it's the woman you get from the Circle K. What's that? It's the woman from the Circle K asking yeah. you for change. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and like one of them looks like she has a tail, which is kind of confusing. I don't know if that's actually a tail or not. But good Lord. Just I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about this. It's all just completely It's not the Blair Witch project. It's the Bear Witch Project I Sure, I guess. I don't, I I've just, got them all day. I don't even know. I don't even know what to uh what to say about it. I mean is this something people do? I think um I don't know. We, we need to get to the bottom of it. Actually, here, there's some there's some more of this story I should get to. Okay, it's just, I don't even, I don't even know. There's like, there's places in Austin, too, where you like go into the woods and there's just like pentagrams and like, like witchcraft is very real. Like, it, it's, it's becoming more real and they like to dress it up. Actually, this weekend, one of the really good talks that was given at the Robles for a Cause event was, um, Jay, it's Jay Dyer's wife, and, and they they do stuff together. Her name's Jamie. I can't think of her last name right now, but she did a whole presentation about how like witches, basically witches are the new princess, right? This is the new thing that's in all the kids' movies. It's like stylistic, or like the fashion now is to celebrate being a witch. You have like the, you have the Hollywood depiction, just like some... Cute girl in a pointed hat, like a cat, flying around on a broom, solving mysteries or something. And then the reality of which is, which is just like naked women covered in mud, just feasting on rotten meat in the woods. What is going on? (laughs) Just what is going on, I guess, is is the main question that we have every day here. Haunting discovery. Uh, The mother of, uh, mum of three shared the images on social media, and locals were convinced that she'd caught witches, evil spirits, demons, or a local cult performing a ritual on camera. She said there's rumors around town that a cult, about a cult that collects animal bones, I don't know if it's real or not. Like, well, you did catch it on camera. (laughs) You did see it with your own eyes, so I think it's real. I think we can say now it is, in fact, real. Some people have mentioned, since I posted the photo, a friend said they came across two people in the woods carrying some dead squirrels, The horses always seem to get really spooked and unnerved about that area. I thought they imagined stuff at first, so I didn't think anything about it. Maybe I believe them now. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe we just need to to toss to the side, leave. At home, our our human interpretation of this, just, just trust the animals on what's going on here. Just if your horse is scared of an area, maybe stay the hell away from it. Maybe they're tuned into something that we have been blocked off from in reality. Just wild. The nature, uh, corne, uh, the, the woman, cornea, cornea, I'm not sure how to pronounce her name, Cornea, said she considered calling the cops, but her grandfather, Bob, pointed out they weren't doing anything illegal. She hoped some passerby spotted the camera and decided to play a prank. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, maybe it's just like some teenagers in the woods, just like smoking some weed or something. They're like, I know, this would be a fun prank. Let's strip our clothes off and, and eat the rotted corpses. <laughs> Won't that be hilarious? Bob, Bob, what are you doing, Bob? Call the cops. Call the cops, Bob. That's you have You have grandchildren, Bob. Call the police. You have naked women
0: eating rotten meat in your backyard. Call the police, you weirdo. The dynamic duo is finally back in stock. I gotta say Batman is the triiodine X3 and Robin is the ultimate krill oil. These two things together synergistically do things to your cells and your body and your heart and your lungs and your arteries and your veins and just everything. They are incredible. The triiodine is essential to live. The ultimate krill oil does amazing things to your brain, your whole body. I love the dreams it gives me, but I take a couple of capsules before I go to bed. These are amazing products. They're both back in stock. One is 40% off. The other is 25% off. You need to experience X3 finally back in stock, sold out for more than six months at Infowarsstore.com, and I would particularly advise you to experience it with the Ultimate Krill Oil. These things together are amazing. They are synergistic. X3, Ultimate Krill Oil, back in stock, Infowarsstore.com. But first, nobody rides for free. We can't stay on air. We can't pay for the massive servers. We can't pay for all the software and all the infrastructure and the satellite uplinks without your support. And I want to hire more reporters. I want to send them around the country and the world again. I don't want to just stay on air, which we've stabilized or able to do right now. I want to be able to expand. So I want to thank you all for keeping us on air. I want to thank you for your prayers, your word of mouth. It's an information war. And I want to encourage you to go to Infowarsstore.com and get the very best products. Turbo Force Plus is new and improved, even better. Ten hours of energy. TurboForce Force Plus now in a canister, stronger and even more product. Infowarstore.com back in stock. Ultimate Bone prop sold out for over two years. Just so get to get the ingredients. We got it reformulated, even better. Infowarstore.com. We're selling out right now. The first run of Diet Force, bunch of natural compounds help You lose weight naturally. It's so easy. Diet Force. Infowarstore.com. Seventeen seventy six testosterone boost. Infowarstore.com.
2: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All
1: right, folks, welcome back. to the American Journal. I'm taking your calls throughout the show today. We just have so so very much news. Just so. Which just too much, too much news to cover, actually. I mean, it's just, it is all, it is all completely insane. We're, we're going to be getting into the uh, top story, which is this collapse of the major dam in Ukraine, which may, worst case scenario, become a nuclear disaster of Chernobyl proportions. And again, I'm 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 fairly certain it was Ukraine. as in. Yeah, it was Ukraine. But we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that in just a second. We have great reset news. We've got invasion news. We've got political news. We've got videos. I wasn't able to actually watch Christie yesterday on American Journal. So did y'all play the BlackRock? Y'all play BlackRock CEO Larry Fink talking about force and behaviors. Videos from 2017 and uh, went majorly viral. You know, it it was almost, almost easier when these people were more secretive. It was almost easier to talk about this stuff when they didn't come out and say what they were going to do. I don't know how, I don't know how this works. And again, so this isn't even like a new video, so it's like six years old at this point. This has been going on the entire time Whether you talk about the introduction of transgender toddler apparel in Target, or just replacing people who've done nothing wrong in your company with somebody else because they're the wrong race, and you need somebody to fill some sort of quota. There's a there's a phenomenon taking place, not just across the corporate world, but across the political as well. And you think about this somewhere like San Francisco, where you had Mayor London Breed try to give a press conference about the collapsing state of anarchy that San Francisco's in, the homelessness problem, the open air drug dens, the ridiculous crime that's Costing them millions and ruining what was once a world class city, and it's like everybody there, everybody at this like press conference, the actual citizens, like demanding change. They they desperately want to just live in a city that's safe and clean and nice and pleasant, but the politicians have a different audience that they're playing to. Same way that corporations, you know, with like these things, democracy or just having a a government by the people for the people where citizens get to vote and then have their desires enacted by politicians or capitalism. Without interference, they tend to work pretty well, right? Capitalism. You just, you have a product. People want the product. They give you money for product. You give them product. Bing, bang, boom. So you got to serve the you got to serve the people. If you have a product that people don't want, they're not going to buy it. You're not going to be able to sell it. You go out of business. Like that's just the way it works, without any interference. But now there's like this third character in the mix, and that's places like BlackRock, big banks. These people go, you know, people aren't going to buy your product. Nobody's demanding this product. But if you sell this product, then we will give you money in the form of investments. Just like typically you'd go. Politician acts policies. If the people like the policies, they vote for the politician. They stay in office. They continue the policies. Now there's like a third element, which are the NGOs and the vote harvesting people and the you know, moneyed interests that actually decide who gets elected in this country. So the politicians, just like the corporations, instead of just serving their customers, as it were, and whether they succeed or don't, whether they are around and have power and have influence or don't, is just entirely up to the people that they're serving or the customers that they're serving. And not anymore. Now you've got these NGOs or you've got these BlackRock Vanguard-style social manipulators who come in and, and suddenly it's like a, split, like a split loyalty that corporations and politicians have to have where they're playing a game where they have to still like they still have to get votes to a certain extent they still have to sell things that people want to a certain extent but in addition to doing that they also have to serve the bankers they also have to serve the people that desire things that are completely contrary to what the customers or citizens actually want so they have to like play a game where they're pretending to serve the customers while actually serving the bankers it's all very confusing and disorienting and completely contrary to the actual intention of these systems that are in place to ensure that the people are in charge, not some unaccountable class of overlords. Let's go now to clip number one to see where all this sort of begins. This video went totally viral recently, but it's from all the way back in 2017. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, along with the CEO of Amex, explained their desires to force behavior. Let's watch
3: you you now make a point
1: of that's that's an investment criteria for you
3: well behaviors are going to have to change and this is one thing we're going to, we're asking companies you have to force behaviors and at blackrock we are forcing behaviors uh, 54% of the incoming class are women we we added four more points in terms of Diverse uh, employment this year. And it, if it, it. You know what we're doing internally is if you don't achieve these levels of impact, it, your compensation could be impacted, okay? We're doing the same thing. And so it's just, it, you have to force behaviors. And if you don't force behaviors, whether it's gender or race or just any way you want to say the composition of your team, you're going to be impacted. And that's not, just not recruiting it is development as ken said and ultimately it's still going to take time but i am just as much shocked as ken is that we have not seen more opportunities and we're going to have to force change
1: he doesn't even elaborate really he just says we have to force people to do things like 10 times no explanation as to why the force is necessary you know good things usually actually don't have to force they just happen normally. But see, diversity is our strength, which is why we have to lower standards across the board in order to achieve it and also force people to do it against their will by using our power as financial overlords. Just the, Again, doesn't even like – justify it just keep saying like we so we have to force behaviors because you know if people if you want people to do things you have to force their behavior and the behavior uh it's it's got to be forced so mm -hmm. and the amex guy like yes yes us too we also are bad people and again it's just i mean the the motto of the great reset should really just be whether you like it or not go now to clip 10 uh, the results are in for a poll uh, done in the U.K. where they are, of course, receiving millions of new immigrants. Go now to clip number
2: 10. We'll meet, unfortunately, on this one. Um, we do have to bring you our vote because you have been voting in the text and online vote today. So Whatever, here be is the result. Is multiculturalism oh. working? Here is what you told us. of those of you who voted said yes, it is. 95% of those of you who voted this morning said no, it isn't.
0: Just weeks ago, I warned the world that the globalists were going to move against Tucker Carlson and take him off the air. People said, no way, he's the most popular ever happened. They've got quadrillions in stolen money. They only had Tucker Carlson on the air because they believe they could control him. But as soon as they figured out they couldn't, he was taken off the air. It's the same thing with InfoWars. But InfoWars is not owned by Fox or controlled by George Soros or owned by Spotify like Joe Rogan. We are only beholden to our viewers and our listeners. And when you support us, we're unstoppable. I'm not underwritten by Rupert Murdoch or by George Soros. I'm underwritten by you, which is we the people. So I want to thank you for your support and encourage viewers and listeners to understand. Please don't take InfoWars for granted. We're barely hanging on. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support while getting great products at the same time at InfoWarsStore.com. So don't procrastinate. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, get amazing products that keep us on the air, and never submit to these tyrants. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
2: Launching the American Journal with your host, Christy Lee.
1: Wait a second. Right now at band.
2: <laughs> <Video>. <laughs>
1: Welcome Back, folks. I am not Christy Lee. I'm Harrison Smith. Thanks so much for being here with us. Infowars.com. InfoWarsStore.com is of course where you go to support us. Again, it was so great meeting so many InfoWarriors this weekend. And to hang out with people for a little while. And uh, some of you were just talking to just like the thousands of dollars over the years that you have uh, contributed to the Infowar. We would not be here without you. We will not be here without you. Cannot say how much we appreciate you helping to fund the tip of the sphere in this information war. The job that we've already done has changed the world forever, and yet we're only just getting started. So please do go to InfowarStore.com to support us. Get some of the incredible products. They'll improve your own life. And of course... Help to shatter the transhumanist control that threatens all of humanity. You know, we're in this weird sort of no man's land. Ooh, only forty-eight hours left to save twenty-five percent on Survival Shield X three. Survival Shield X three got some big cheers at the event. People love that product. What can we say? But we're in this, we're in this weird sort of no man's land, like in between state where our government is acting like Bolsheviks, they're acting like Soviets, they're acting like they have total control of of the entire communistic system that they're operating, but they don't yet. So under a communistic situation, you'd have like total media control. You'd be able to really carefully sort of display everything that's happening in a way that paints you in the best light. And so you can act with complete abandon, you know, just completely ignore the desires of your citizens. And yet the media will be there to cover it up. Now, the mainstream media does that job dutifully, but they haven't gotten rid of the alternative media yet. The right-wing media still exists. It's still around in a way that it never would be in places like the Soviet Union. And yet they're still acting kind of like they they do have total control. I'll, I'll explain what I mean. You've got headlines like this. Biden laughs and smirks as the press is ushered out of the Oval Office without questions. See, in some sort of fully controlled society where you have nothing being Produced or, or published without first going through the, the Politburo or whatever the Ministry of Truth is, you, you'd never seen something like this. Type of thing would happen, right? You'd have the the leader of the country just completely arrogantly dismissing any questions from the press, but it'd never be reported in that way. What would be reported would be like uh, President Biden was very eager to take questions, but unfortunately his uh, his Dedication to duty forced him to continue his important work. And he was unable to take questions from the reporters. That's, so they're acting like arrogant authoritarians. And you still have the alternative news, or in this case, Fox News, sort of the controlled right wing news, just reporting what's actually happening. It's just—it's almost worse. It's almost worse than, than just being totally controlled. At least if it was totally controlled, you'd go, well, I know this isn't true, but I don't really know what, what actually happened. Oh, I'm sure Biden is so busy, right? You could still mock it and, and sort of know, glean what was actually happening. But here they just tell us, right? Reporters were once again escort, ex, uh, escorted out of the Oval Office and prevented from asking President Biden questions at the White House on Monday. Biden welcomed Danish Prime Minister Fredrickson, And both world leaders have approximately four minutes worth of remarks on the alliance between uh, their two countries. After the pair discussed the country's dedication to assisting Ukraine as well as combating climate change, Biden thanked the press without taking questions as White House staffers escorted them out of the room. Biden and Fredrickson could both be seen smirking as the reporters shouted questions that went unanswered. The pair also appeared to converse with each other while ignoring the press. One reporter can be heard asking how Biden views Danish leadership in the world, to which Biden could be seen laughing. The clip of Biden laughing at th- as the press was prevented from asking questions comes as, l- as the latest example of the president avoiding or ridiculing reporters during his administration in May. A similar scenario occurred when Biden met Sp- uh, Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez. Like his meeting with Fredrickson, Biden was seen smirking, smirking, chuckling and remaining silent as reporters were herded out of the room. You know, just the arrogance, the, the dismissiveness, just don't even feel the need to hide their contempt for the American people. Like, sir, we have some very important questions. He's just like, watch my thugs will drag him out of the room. This is great. And again, if this was a communistic society, not only would this behavior be expected, but you'd also have a media that would willingly cover it up and sort of paint it in the best light. But it's like they're so arrogant at this point. They're acting like they have total control when they don't yet. It's pretty wild. It's uh, pretty incredible stuff. You have stories like this. Again, you know, if we didn't have the alternative media, if we didn't have places like Infowars and places that weren't controlled and were able to actually get the truth out, you know, this type of statement would – it's like it would be reasonable for them to make it because it would be like, well, you can just – yeah, here's the video of them just like smiling and and laughing to each other. It's like, do you take questions from your press? No? Yeah, me neither. Me neither. No. Yeah. Yeah, they're all lapdogs. Isn't it nice? Isn't it so nice? I hope hopefully, it's getting across what I'm trying to express here. Uh, James Comey, a disgraced criminal that formerly had the FBI help to cover up the Hillary Clinton debacle, and then, of course, started and perpetuated the fake Trump collusion narrative and, and hoax, and then leaked things to the press in order to create sort of the justification for continuing it. Right? That was the whole thing. Was that? It was like the press talked about this thing, so Comey was like, well, the press was talking about it, so we felt we had a duty to uh, investigate it. Then it came out later that Comey himself was the one that released it to the press. So you release something to the press and then use that release as an excuse to do the investigation that you know to be false. Like, he's just a a treasonous criminal who, of course, was using his position of power in cooperation and coordination with the Obama administration, where this really goes back to, as well as the Clinton crime family and then you know in that whole mix the the Biden cram, uh, uh, family comey says imagine a retribution presidency where the president ordered the investigation and prosecution of his enemies <gasps> oh my gosh could you imagine no but could you imagine if that's what it was imagine if you will a retribution presidency in which the president of the United States ordered the investigation and prosecution of individuals who he sees as enemies see they they understand what a gigantic threat that would be to The entire political establishment in America, they understand, they fully comprehend and appreciate what a serious issue this would be if it was Trump. I mean, if it was Trump, yeah, they get it. They fully get it when it's them doing it. It's fine, I guess. You may think that that describes Joe Joe Biden's presidency to a T locking up January uh, January Sixers on mass ordering the FBI to target the regime's political opposition, having the DOJ work to f- jail former president Donald Trump, but it's actually former FBI director James Comey's vision of a second Trump term. Think what you think about what 4 years of retribution presidency might look like. Comey told Saki on Sunday, he could order the investigation and prosecution of individuals he sees as enemies. Oh my gosh, can you only imagine what that would be like? Meanwhile, Trump suggests federal charges are imminent after his lawyers meet with DOJ officials as they uh, continue to try to jail him on just literally anything they can cook up. Anything they can fabricate, they're willing to try to get him with, right? Th- throw the book at him, see what sticks. Sounds like that would be the ultimate circle back. You know, Jen Saki's uh, sticking to her old ways, circling back to the just treasonous, seditious madness of deep state control. But you see what I mean? That like it, if nobody knew what actually happened, you could see how, how the liars, the deceivers, the people who carried it out could go out and confidently assert like, wow, can you imagine what this would be like and know that the, the wide populace was ignorant? But we're not ignorant. We know this is exactly what you did. And yet they just do it anyway. They just go out and act like we don't know this. It's,
0: it's really wild. It's this is a really wild situation. Please give me one minute of your time. Please write this down and please go look this up. It will change your life. The UN admits, and the Lancet Medical Journal admits, that upwards of 2 billion people have mental disabilities and declining cognitive abilities. And the term they use is intellectual disability because of lack of iodine. Most iodine in the environment is bound to other elements so your body can't absorb it. Only pure iodine can really be absorbed right into the cells. And Infowarstore.com has the only iodine out there that actually has this type of full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, X3's been sold out for six months. It's very hard to produce, and it's finally back in stock. In fact, I was just taking some before I shot this ad. This, ladies and gentlemen, is powerful. You and your family need it. It's 25% off back in stock. X3, try iodine exclusively at InfoWarsTore.com. Take action now, but regardless, research this info. I have been in a 28-year... Marathon battle with the globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war, but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had this success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had.
2: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All
1: right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. We're going to get into the. What really. Should, like everything that we're talking about today, the uh, dam explosion in Ukraine. Because the dam actually sits on the water supply that helps to cool the nuclear power plant, one of the largest in Europe. Uh, you remember this nuclear power plant because it's come up a couple times. Like uh, at one point, um, well, the, the Russians took it over, and then the Ukrainians actually tried to attack it and like bomb it and, uh, and destroy it, and they were risking you know causing some sort of nuclear catastrophe some sort of chernobyl level event uh, but luckily the the russians were able to defend it uh, appropriately and and Ukrainian attack on that power plant uh, didn't work sort of necessary background to understand what's happening today so we'll get into that we'll do we'll do a little who who done it little investigation into who was really behind the attack on the dam And how it was uh, Ukraine. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. There's some other videos that came out this weekend that I think deserve a little bit more scrutiny. This time in the case of COVID-19 and the activities of the the petty dictators that we had using COVID-19 as an excuse to just arbitrarily apply whatever laws they wanted not laws i shouldn't say laws (laughs) laws have to go through a process and actually get put on the books now this was just sort of like thugs at the head of criminal gangs uh, forcing you to do things that they wanted uh, regardless of due process or the actual will of the citizens themselves the video that that went viral was the north carolina health director dr mandy cohen Uh, wielding just dictatorial power we'll go now to to clip number two hear her talk about how it's just a like a giggly girls club just deciding whose life to ruin whose business to destroy and they're just like we didn't we didn't know what we were doing (laughs) we're just like there's like monkeys with hammers in a china shop it's not our fault things break let's go now to clip number two
4: So I would call, probably the person I called most was the Secretary of Health and Human Services in Massachusetts. She worked for a Republican governor just to, um, but, you know, when she was like, are you, are you going to let them have professional um, uh, football? And I was really like, nope. And she's like, okay, neither are we, neither are we. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so uh, you know, it was like conversations like that. So, or, or I'd be like, so when are you going to think about lightening up a mess? They were like, so you're like, next Monday. I'm like, okay, next Monday. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, it's so funny. Gosh, it's so cute. No, it's so funny. The way that you were just arbitrarily and without any justification whatsoever, shutting down entire industries because your, your girlfriend in Massachusetts said so. Oh, it's so funny and cute. Literally, like, the people in the audience are like, the interviewer, they're there's like, <laughs> are we going to let them have professional football? When are you doing this? I don't know, Monday? Okay, Monday, let's do it Monday then. Like these little conversations happening all over the country. No justification whatsoever. Science was never even in the conversation that they were having. And we know this, right? They there's other people that have more or less admitted this, just like, well, we we're we're really playing a balancing act here between you know, uh, how much we could pressure and how much we could justify. And, and it was all about, you know, public perception. This is what they planned for during Event 201 this exact type of totally arbitrary, totally without merit, shutting down of just billion dollar industries, just whatever they wanted. Doing it now. a little bit different, a little bit of a change, a bit of a noticeable juxtaposition to what they were claiming at the time that they were implementing these laws. See, at the time they were implementing these laws, they didn't say this, did they? When they were coming out and very seriously expressing how and and why they were shutting down your business or forcing your grandmother to die alone, they didn't say, well, it's because my girlfriend in Massachusetts was like, whatever, Monday, I guess, (laughs) right? No, no, when it was, and now I guess they're comfortable, I guess they feel like they've gotten away with it. I guess they feel like, I don't know, a year is beyond the statute of limitations and these criminals against humanity won't be held to account for their crimes. That's just how arrogant and confident they are. It's been a year after all, so now they can just admit that they just did this completely on a whim. Uh, unfortunately for them, we, we actually have the video of, of them making these decisions and justifying them at the time as if they were some sort of scientific decision that was made by a panel of experts. Again, they knew they couldn't just be like, we rolled the dice. We just decided that, you know, we could shut down sports because whatever. We could shut down these businesses because like, you, you, people are cows and sheep, and you you won't rise up against us. So we can do that. But we knew that if we pushed a little bit too hard, too fast, uh, then you wouldn't be happy with us. So you know we were playing a we're playing a psychological game here. And As long as you obey us, we'll continue to push as as hard as we possibly can. So they didn't they didn't say it. It sounded a little bit different at the time. Let's go back to uh, this video clip number six. This is that same woman in March twenty twenty one sounding like these decisions being made were very scientifically justified let's watch in tuesday's press
5: conference uh, he announced uh, relaxations in several different ways uh, several different areas Uh, let's go through some of those Uh, he said that uh, museums aquariums retail stores barber shops beauty salons can now have a hundred percent of capacity Uh, He said that was justified because of the science. Tell us what it was about that that was kind of the tipping point that made you decide that.
4: Yeah, so our, our scientific team, in, in co- coordination with looking at recommendations for the Centers for Disease Control and others, and really understanding, again, what we have learned over this year about how does this virus spread. We know that there are settings and activities that are lower risk. It doesn't mean there's no risk, but lower risk. We know things that are high, medium risk and things that are higher risk. And generally, the lower risk activities tend to be ones where you aren't sitting down for long periods of time. You can keep your mask on the whole time. You have short interactions with right. people. Hopefully, they're outdoors if possible. So, settings that you just mentioned are those lower risk settings where you're 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 moving. You're not sedentary. You have short interactions with folks. You can be physically distanced from those. You keep your mask on all the time, as opposed to higher risk things like like a restaurant or a bar. You know that you're taking your mask off when you eat eat or you drink right so that increases your risk of spread in in those moments and so we try to help folks understand there are some places that are are lower risk and they can be open and i would say up to 100 percent because they still need to make sure they're focusing on the six feet of social distance. So some of those places may not ever be able to be truly 100 percent depending on their the way they're configured. But, you know, what we're saying is it's lower risk as far as you can go still maintaining that six feet of social distance.
1: Mm, Yes, right. The arbitrary six feet of social distance that was uh, based off of nothing but a Science experiment from like a 12-year-old. Remember, that's that's where they got that idea from. And they actually told us, right, that six feet was scientifically exact because not that it had any immunology scientific justification. It didn't have any, like, scientific justification in the sense that six feet matters when actually talking about transmitting diseases. But scientifically programmed to psychologically be acceptable to people and not seem like too great of a burden. It's exactly... Not making this like this is what they said. They're like, well, we thought like three feet people would go, well, why even bother? Three feet? What the heck? That's not even a distance. And then we thought twelve feet was too much, people would go, this is un- infeasible. I can't so six feet was the, the psychological medium that people thought it seems like it's doing something, but it's not too much of a burden to that I'm just gonna ignore it. So Uh, You know, whether it's the six feet or the masks that were completely, again, scientifically invalid, and everybody knew that from the very beginning if they were actually paying attention. Um, But you can hear there, right? We met with our scientific team, and we decided that this was with advice from the CDC. Cut to two years later, and she's just like, I called my friend in Massachusetts, and she was like, let's do Monday. And I was like, okay, cool. See you later, girl. (laughs) She's like – Okay, all right. These people need to be in jail. Uh, These people need to absolutely be punished for this. Uh, Jail would be a a very good start to all of this. Uh, What is the statute of limitations for crimes against humanity? What is the – Like, what do you actually charge them with when uh, they all just participated in part with a much – larger array of crimes that collapsed the economy and killed tens of thousands of extra people from not being able to you know, access hospitals or uh, succumb to drug addiction because they weren't allowed to socialize anymore. These people are criminals. They need to be destroyed.
0: But first, nobody rides for free. We can't stay on air. We can't pay for the massive servers. We can't pay for all the software and all the infrastructure and the satellite uplinks without your support. And I want to hire more reporters. I want to send them around the country and the world again. I don't want to just stay on air, which we've stabilized or able to do right now. I want to be able to expand. So I want to thank you all for keeping us on air. I want to thank you for your prayers, your word of mouth. It's an information war. And I want to encourage you to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get the very best products. Turbo Force Plus is new and improved, even better. 10 hours of energy, TurboForce Plus, now in a canister, stronger and even more product. InfoWarsStore.com, back in stock. Ultimate Bone Prof, sold out for over two years Just so gonna get the ingredients. We got it reformulated even better. Infowarsstore.com. We're selling out right now the first run of Diet Force. A bunch of natural compounds help you lose weight. Naturally, it's so easy. Diet Force, Infowarsstore.com. 1776 testosterone boost. Infowarsstore.com.
2: Power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to the American Journal with your
1: host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I just, I, okay. Where do where do we even go here? Let's just cover this real quick in this first five. This shouldn't take too long. It's one of those situations from election night. Up just about every time we talk about the election being stolen, as it as it was one of one of not the but one of the most egregious examples, provable examples of voter fraud or potential voter fraud, whatever you want to call it. Since it wasn't actually investigated, since it never actually got the full treatment that any crime should, or left in this in this gray zone area. Here's a story from Gateway Pundit. Postal Service releases final report contract driver Jesse Morgan vindicated report confirms he hauled a trailer of ballots from New York to Pennsylvania in late October 2020. This, of course, was a guy who got up and actually gave his testimony under oath about the fact that he was a mail truck driver that drove a giant truck of ballots from New York to Pennsylvania and described how. He was sort of baffled at the whole process how the typical way that he would deliver a truck of mail was just undone and he ended up like giving the keys to the truck to like some dude that he didn't know who he was and the guy didn't provide any like evidence or like identification as to who he was as gateway reported in 2020 election fraud whistleblowers came forward in December Following the controversial election, including one who witnessed the shipping of an estimated 144,000 to 288,000 completed ballots across three state lines on October 21st, new information was made public at a press conference at the Amistad Project of the Thomas More Society, a national constitutional litigation organization. The Amistad Project said they had sworn declarations that state over 300,000 ballots are at issue in Arizona, 500 Five hundred and forty eight thousand in Michigan, two hundred and four thousand in Georgia, and over one hundred and twenty one thousand in Pennsylvania. They claim that the evidence their evidence reveals a multi state illegal effort by USPS workers to influence the election in at least three of six swing states. The whistleblower statements include potentially hundreds of thousands of completed absentee ballots being transported across three state lines in a trailer filled with ballots disappearing in Pennsylvania. Attorney Phil Klein said. 130,000 to 280,000 completed ballots for the 2020 general election were shipped from Bethpage, New York, to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where those ballots and the trailer in which they were shipped disappeared. Again, they'll they'll try to portray claims of voter fraud as ridiculous because they're like, you think that they can rig an entire election in all 50 states? No, there were five to six states that they knew they needed to win, and each one of those states had one Primary metropolitan area that counted for the majority of uh, the state's votes. And with a few simple magic tricks, a little sleight of hand, then you can sway the entire election with just a very few number of uh, interventions here or there. Now, again, this wasn't even the biggest evidence. There's also evidence in Detroit, like on video, where the people are t- telling the poll workers how to cheat it's just all right there explain exactly how they're using COVID rules in order to just cheat. I mean, they're just cheating openly. Like it's on video like that. I I think that's probably the the biggest uh, evidence. And there's also the, you know, massive spike of hundreds of thousands of Biden ballots and not a single Trump ballot being dumped at three o'clock in the morning after being delivered on camera by again, like unlicensed ballot deliverers. So, I mean, there's that also, there's a lot of evidence, I guess you could say. This one is one that perhaps the most um, – one of the most egregious, I think. Now remember, if you don't have chain of custody, you can't use the ballots. Like if you don't have chain of custody for evidence, you can't use it to convict somebody for murder. You don't have to prove that the ballots were fake. If they don't have chain of custody, they should therefore not be counted. They were counted, and they swayed the entire election.
2: Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands, you're tuned in to the American Journal with your host,
1: Harrison Smith. Hey, welcome back, folks. Second Hour has begun here on InfoWars.com. It's the American Journal. We'll open up the phone lines for you in this hour. Take your calls throughout the rest of the show today. I'm just gonna just, I was going to just try to cover this election fraud thing in the first five minutes of this segment, but I think we should continue a little bit. I think we should give you the full context of exactly what happened in, in this particular instance. And you can see how the 2020 election was in fact completely stolen, completely outside of the normal operational bounds of an election. Again, it's it's really not that hard to understand if there is no chain of custody has not gone through the proper procedures now there shouldn't even really be that big of a chain of custody should be like two links right it should be like where the vote was cast ideally you'd, you'd count it right there and then log it but maybe if you transport them to some central location you have like where it was cast and where it was counted that should be the chain of custody and at each one of those steps you should have a person who has to sign off on it has to oversee it they have to put their reputation and their livelihood on the line to sign and say yes this is where this came from should be treated with the same seriousness and with the same chain of custody rules as like evidence in a courtroom would you be okay with being tried for murder if they were presenting evidence and they couldn't tell you where it came from like well we have this bloody glove that proves you did it like okay did you find that at the scene like where was it logged you you know in an investigation you have you have the cop that says I found it here at this time I wrote it in these notes and I logged it took pictures of it put it in the evidence bag I did I sealed the bag it was sealed with my signature like all these all these procedures if instead it was just like just like some glove there's like well it just it, we it came in the mail last night and so yeah it, it proves that you did it and we don't know where it came from and who gave it to us it would never be accepted obviously right and that's that's a murder case that would decide the fate of one suspect this is an election that decides the fate of 350 million Americans who have to live under the results of that election and there's just no chain of custody so it's not like you have to prove that the evidence was fake right? it's not the burden isn't on us Having to prove that these ballots weren't legitimate, if they don't have chain of custody, they should not be counted end of story. You don't, you don't leave open gigantic door for criminals to walk through. You don't do something like this where you can't tell if it's fabricated or not. You can't tell if the votes are legitimate or not. That's essentially where we are, is they're just like, well, there's this box of ballots. We don't know if they're legit. We don't know if they're not legit. We don't know where they came from. But to be safe, we'll count them and treat them as real. Like, no, that's the opposite of how it should go. Completely insane. So let's give you some more context on this. Jesse Morgan was the truck driver. He said this in the explosive testimony back in 2020. Truck driver uh, Jesse Morgan was present at the press conference in 2020. Spoke for nine minutes about the unbelievable ordeal. Morgan was tasked with delivering completed ballots to Pennsylvania from New York State, which even that alone is not legal, right? Tens or hundreds of thousands of ballots for Pennsylvania coming from New York for some reason. Oh, it was COVID, okay? And this makes no sense. Jesse Morgan said this: "In total, I saw 24 gaylords or large." Uh, Cardboard containers of ballots loaded into my trailer. These gaylords contained plastic trays. I call them totes or trays of ballots stacked on top of each other. All the envelopes were the same size. I saw the envelopes had return addresses. They were complete ballots. Jesse went on to say that he sat in Harrisburg for hours, and when he was told to leave, the supervisor at the post office would not give him a slip or an overtime slip so he could get paid. Jesse said the manager supervisor was kind of rude. And Jesse's testimony revealed that the U.S. post office employees were in on the conspiracy to steal the votes. And he talks about this. He says he says he was excited. He says, I was excited to be a part of the election and, and I was delivering these ballots. And he's like, but it all got really weird when just the normal procedure didn't take place. He's Like we had these procedures take place because, you know, it's it's on him. If this truck load of ballots just goes missing, he's going to be the one who was last documented as being responsible for them. So he's like, you know, he his his life's on the line, his his reputation or his freedom is on the line because he was the one that signed the I'm picking this up slip. And then when he delivers it, he wants, he needs to get the slip saying, I delivered this. So we can go, okay, I'm no longer responsible for this. So if anything happens, it's not on me anymore. It's on the person I delivered it to. Here's the slip I have to show that I did, in fact, deliver it. And so he was kind of confused when like nobody was there to take the truck and where he normally takes it, there was no one there. And the normal people that he delivers to were replaced by just some random people. And he was like, who are you? And they're just like, stop asking questions. You don't need to know who we are. And he's like, okay, well, I need like a slip. I need something to say that I delivered this to you. So you know, if anything happens, I'm not held responsible. And they're just like, oh, it's, this is all so confusing. Oh my gosh, it's so confusing. We can't do things normally. We can't do things in the normal way. Just leave it here. Just leave the truck here. Leave the keys in the cab and we'll take care of it. And that's literally what happened. And I think you say he said he like came back the next day, tried to retrieve the truck, and it was just gone. He just doesn't know who took it, doesn't know who picked it up, doesn't know who the people were that were responsible for it. And he said all of this under oath in testimony that we reported and played here on Infowars all the way back in 2020. Jesse's testimony revealed that the United States Post Office employees were in on it. Uh, from the beginning, the Gateway Pundit later discovered that rather than investigate this massive alleged crime, U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr called up investigator Tony Schaefer and killed the investigation. He never lifted a finger to investigate this enormous act of election fraud. So you have this claim of egregious election nearing of election manipulation by somebody who has firsthand eyewitness uh, testimony to this. This is. And and, again, just absolutely insane. This guy, Tony Schaefer, starts investigating it and then in swoops Bill Barr to shut down the investigation into this very credible testimony, this very credible evidence, firsthand witness evidence of election tampering. Bill Barr, who would later go on TV and say, we investigated this fully. All the investigations were done and we found no evidence of wrongdoing. Trump's lying and this was the most secure election of all time. They say this on Election Day and afterwards, our office received various allegations of voter fraud and election irregularities. As part of my responsibility as U.S. attorney, I wanted to be transparent with the public and, of course, investigate fully any allegations. Attorney General Barr, however, instructed me not to make any public statements or put any press releases out regarding possible election irregularities. I was also given a directive to pass along serious allegations to the state attorney general for investigation, the same the same state attorney general who'd already declared that you could not win. So they already decided without ever looking at the evidence that they weren't going to investigate this and that it wasn't valid for some reason. Right. This guy, Jesse, this this. Postal service worker, truck driver, good job, probably has a family to support, been doing this work for years. He just for no reason just wanted to throw his life away, just wanted to like come out against the electioneering. Just, he's just making stuff up, maybe just wants 15 minutes of fame. Like it's completely ridiculous to even suggest that this guy would have any reason to lie, no reason to lie about this. You know, it was only negative for him, the outcome of this. It would have been positive for him if he could have been a whistleblower that would have shined light on this. And I I guess that's what we're looking at now. Again, this is the former uh, United States attorney, uh, state's attorney for the Eastern District of PA. He said, I disagreed with that decision, but those were my orders. As a Marine infantry officer, I was trained to follow the chain of command and to respect the orders of my superiors, even when I disagree with them. Yes, even when they are illegal, even when they are blatantly and egregiously violating the law and rigging an election right in front of my eyes. I'm a Marine after all, and I will allow the country that I fought for and was willing to sacrifice my life for be taken over by illegitimate scumbags. I don't get this. Your justification for not doing anything is that you were a Marine? What are they, what are they training you there in that, in that Marine boot camp? You would think that if anybody, a Marine, somebody who's like hardcore, seen combat, they would see, they would just be like, I'm going to do what's right no matter what. This guy's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow orders, even if they're illegal. I'm going to follow orders, even if they don't make any sense. And I'm now helping to rig an election. I'm going to do it.
0: But first, nobody rides for free. We can't stay on air. We can't pay for the massive servers. We can't pay for all the software and all the infrastructure and the satellite uplinks without your support. And I want to hire more reporters. I want to send them around the country and the world again. I don't want to just stay on air, which we've stabilized or are able to do right now. I want to be able to expand. So I want to thank you all for keeping us on air. I want to thank you for your prayers, your word of mouth. It's an information war. And I want to encourage you to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get the very best products. TurboForce Plus is new and improved, even better. 10 hours of energy, TurboForce Plus, now in a canister, stronger and even more product. InfoWarsStore.com, back in stock. Ultimate Bone Prof. sold out for over two years just to get the ingredients. We got it reformulated even better. Infowarsstore.com. We're selling out right now the first run of Diet Force. Bunch of natural compounds help you lose weight naturally. It's so easy. Diet Force. Infowarsstore.com. 1776 testosterone boast. Infowarsstore.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globals bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com.
2: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Video.
1: Back. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, still a lot to cover on today's program and in some of the big, you know, World War III stories here in just a second. Not just what's happening in Ukraine, it's what's happening in the South China Sea, it's what's happening in the Middle East as we continue the process that we've been trying to elucidate here for quite a while. That is the fault lines being drawn, the sides being chosen in what is Rapidly coming down the pipe, that is, World War III, as seemingly really desired by the people in power. After all, we know what their designs are. We know because they tell us that they want depopulation, they want less human beings on Earth, they want a control grid where they can track and ration your purchases. Would that be hindered or accelerated by a world war? Would these plans be more or less difficult to implement when you have America and the Western hegemony, including all of Western Europe and most of our satrapies in South and Central America, going toe to toe against nuclear armed Russia and China? So we'll get into we'll get into all of these various aspects. But first let's start with what's happening. In Ukraine right now, it's not looking good. The Ukraine counteroffensive has begun, and also been largely beaten back already. At least that's what all the updates I've been able to find are. The West is not exactly uh, forthcoming and and very willing to give actual detailed breakdowns of what's going on in Ukraine. It's a lot of just like nonsense puff pieces about how how brave and heroic Volodymyr Zelensky is he's gallivanting around europe begging for money so the only real like numbers we have come from russia and they don't paint a pretty picture for ukraine and we can get into sort of the some of the details of the ukrainian counter-offensive and how Russia is responding to it. But let's take a look at the big event that happened last night. That was a massive explosion, in a major dam. We'll look at the outcome of this and we'll see if we can't figure out who's responsible. If we can't look at some events in the past, maybe recognize some sort of pattern moving into the future. Story from AP News. It's actually, one of, the, one of the fairest we could find. Just about every other one mentioned that Ukraine blamed Russia. This one actually mentions that Russia also blames Ukraine, that there is some sort of contention here. There is some sort of uncertainty as to who exactly was behind this. As AP News says, collapse of major dam in southern Ukraine triggers emergency as Moscow and Kiev blame each other. The wall of a major dam in southern Ukraine collapsed Tuesday, triggering floods, endangering Europe's largest nuclear power plant – and threatening drinking water supplies as both sides in the war rushed to evacuate citizens and blamed each other for the destruction. Ukraine accused Russian forces of blowing up the Kar- Karkova Dam and hydroelectric power station on the Dnieper River in an area that Moscow controls, while Russian officials, bl- uh, Russian officials blamed Ukrainian bombardment in the contested area. It was not possible to verify these claims. The potentially far-reaching environmental and social consequences of the disaster quickly became clear as homes, streets, and businesses flooded downstream and emergency crews began inv- evacuations. Officials raced to check cooling systems at the uh, Zar- no Tsarparisha uh, nuclear power plant. Just because I don't know how to pronounce it, dunno. Doesn't, doesn't mean I don't know a, a heck of a lot about it, and we've actually talked about this quite a bit. This nuclear power plant has been sort of a continued area of conflict throughout this uh, war. And we'll get into that a little bit in just a second. But the, uh, after the water that was stored by the dam actually cools the nuclear power plant. So unless the water maintains a certain level, the nuclear power plant will either Totally collapse and break down, and it'll be a meltdown. We'll have a nuclear catastrophe. I don't, maybe they can shut it down. I, I don't think that's really exactly possible, though. Both Russian and Ukrainian authorities brought in trains and buses for residents, about 22,000 people in the area, uh, live in areas at risk of flooding in Russian-controlled areas, while 16,000 live in the most critical zone in Ukrainian-held territory, according to official tallies. Neither side reported, has reported any deaths or injuries yet. There's also concerns about the supplies of drinking water to the south in Crimea, um, as this was a, a major source of their drinking water. We actually have an infographic that shows where this water could go. Clip number 20 here is that infographic. Projects water rise if the uh, dam were to blow. You can see it, I mean, it's just an absolute flood zone throughout that entire area. Almost to the extent that I, I can't even... Fathom how this is the case. It just seems impossible that that is how much water is being held back by this dam. But that's what the you know official projection is. So who did it? Who done it? Who's behind this terroristic attack you know, hitting civilian infrastructure, threatening a nuclear ecological disaster? Is almost beyond just your typical combat, your typical wartime attack this is something even more intense the dam break added a stunning new dimension to russia's war in ukraine now in its 16th month ukrainian forces were widely seen to be moving forward in a long-anticipated counter-offensive in patches along more than a thousand kilometers of front line in the east and south It was not immediately clear whether either side benefits from the damage to the dam. Since both Russian-controlled and Ukrainian-held lands are at risk, the damage could also hinder Ukraine's counteroffensive in the south and distract its government while Russia depends on the dam to supply water to Crimea. Patricia Lewis, director of the international security program at Chatham House, think tank in London, said apportioning blame is difficult, but there are all sorts of reasons why Russia would do this. Okay, so let's see. The Chatham House. If you've ever heard of Chatham House, it's probably because of Chatham House rules. These are the same rules that apply to places like Bilderberg. So, you know, the people that run Chatham House are like pretty sure Russia did it. We don't have any evidence, but there's lots of reasons why Russia would want to do this. Sure. Sure, I guess. Yeah, you could say that. There are reports last fall of Russians having mined the reservoir. The question we should pose is why the Ukrainians would do this to themselves, given this is Ukrainian territory, she added. Experts have previously said the damage was suffering from – the dam was suffering from disrepair. David Helms, a retired American scientist who's monitored the reservoir since the start of the war, said in an email it wasn't clear if the damage was deliberate or simple neglect from Russian forces occupying the facility. But uh, Helms reserved judgment, also noting a Russian history of attacking dams. What? (laughs) What? So like the AP headline is like, yeah, you know, both sides are blaming each other. And then every example they bring up is people claiming that Russia is behind it, but not having any evidence for it, pointing to a history of attacking dams from Russia. Would you like to point to one? Would you like to point to an example of this? How far back in history are we going? So far in this conflict, Ukraine has attacked a lot of infrastructure. And we'll tell you about that as we solve this little mystery on the other side.
0: Please give me one minute of your time. Please write this down and please go look this up. It will change your life. The UN admits and the Lancet Medical Journal admits that upwards of 2 billion people have mental disabilities and declining cognitive abilities. The term they use is intellectual disability because of lack of iodine. Most iodine in the environment is bound to other elements so your body can't absorb it. Only pure iodine can really be absorbed right into the cells. And Infowarstore.com has the only iodine out there that actually has this type of full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, X3's been sold out for six months. It's very hard to produce, and it's finally back in stock. In fact, I was just taking some before I shot this ad. This, ladies and gentlemen, is powerful. You and your family need it. It's 25% off back in stock. X3. Try iodine exclusively at Infowarsstore.com. Take action now, but regardless, research this info. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today.
2: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video.
1: All right, folks. We are talking about this uh, dam explosion in Ukraine. Trying to figure out who's behind it as both sides blame each other. I think we can get to the bottom. I think we can get a reasonable... Approximation of the truth, simply by looking at past history and recognizing patterns as also as a little bit of um, Kibono, who benefits from this. It just happened yesterday, so no investigation has yet been carried out, obviously, but I think we have enough circumstantial evidence to come up with an answer that is Beyond reasonable doubt, as they say. Actually, there's lots of drone footage of this. There's on-the-ground footage of the uh, total collapse of this dam. Ukraine President Zelensky said he convened an urgent meeting of the National Security Council. He alleged Russian forces set off a blast inside the dam structure at 2.50 a.m., and said about 80 settlements were in danger. Zelensky said in October his government had information that Russia had mined the dam and the power plant. So if it was Ukraine, I think that would point to uh, you know, pre-planning, right? First you spread the disinformation that Russia is going to blow up the dam that they both rely on and currently occupy why they'd want to blow up the dam that they're getting electricity from and helps to control the water flow to Crimea, the land that they have annexed. Uh, It doesn't make much sense, but, hey, spread that information, spread that, that Russia's about to blow up this dam, so then when a couple months later it blows up, you can point back and go, see, we told you. So that either shows that they were right and that Russia really did mine the dam or that they knew back in October that they were going to blow up the dam and, and wanted to see the disinformation so the people would uh, be fooled into blaming Russia. You know. I guess, I guess it's up to whether you think that the Western puppet regime of Volodymyr Zelensky is uh, honest or not. I guess I'll leave that up to you to decide. However, Kremlin spokesperson Peskov said it is, quote, a deliberate act of sabotage by the Ukrainian side aimed at cutting water supplies to Crimea. Both sides warmed of a looming environmental disaster. Ukraine's presidential office said 150 metric tons of oil escaped from the dam machinery and that another 300 metric tons could still leak out. It was a massive ecological disaster, kind of like the um, Nord Stream pipeline also. Kind of, it's, it's actually very similar to that. It's actually extremely similar to that. Remember that? Remember when Russia blew up its own pipeline for no particular reason? Do you believe that? they did it again apparently those crazy russians you really can't trust them right spread enough disinformation about how the russians are just crazy and nothing they do makes any sense and then you can say things that make no sense and that's comports with what you've been telling people the entire time ukraine's nuclear operator said in a telegram statement that damage to the dam quote could have negative consequences for the zaproza nuclear power plant which is europe's biggest but wrote that now the situation is quote controllable see it needs this water for its cooling system however it does have alternative sources of water including a large cooling pond that can provide water for some months the statement said ukrainian authorities have previously warned warned that the dam's failure could unleash 18 metric cubic meters 18 million cubic meters of water and flood Kherson and dozens of other areas where thousands of people live so, major environmental, ecological, and humanitarian disaster coming from this. Again, the question we have to ask is: Who done it? Who did it, and who benefits from this? Now, again, everybody on the on the Ukrainian side, as quoted in this AP article, exclusively, pretty much they quote Peskov there. Uh, you know a little bit, but everybody else they quote is certain without any evidence that Russia did this. Drew international attention. Condemnation, including from German Chancellor Schultz and NATO Secretary General Stoltenberg, who said this outrageous act demonstrates demonstrates once again the brutality of Russia's war in Ukraine. Again, insinuating that uh, it was Russia who did this. But they've accused each other. Okay, so let's, let's do a little compare and contrast. Gateway Pundit has this story. Uh, Ukraine military accuses Russian forces of blowing up uh, hydroelectric power station dam. Russia responds, blames shelling by Ukrainian army. The Ukrainian military accused Russian forces. According to Reuters, uh, the dam is located in the Russia-controlled parts of Ukraine's Kherson region. The reservoir is blown up by Russian-occupying forces. Ukrainian uh, force says... It's estimated the reservoir contains 18 cubic kilometers of water, the same amount as the Great Salt Lake in Utah. So just absolutely huge. Zelensky accused Russian terrorists of destroying the dam. He's like, see, it's evidence that they all need to be kicked out of every square inch of Ukraine. The water levels would reach critical stage in just five hours. Kherson's already flooded. Peak waters are expected. Uh, two hours at 11 a.m. local time, about 16,000 people affected. They're being evacuated. The timing of this is interesting as it comes right as the offensive by Ukrainian forces begins. So I guess that would – should we do a little – should we do a little, um, little chart here for you? So we got the Ukraine did it and Russia did it. Under the Ukraine did it category, I'd say uh, that this comes right at the beginning of their counteroffensive, which seems to, uh, seems to fit a little bit. Okay, so we'll, we'll add that to the Ukraine did it tab. Uh, they say as to this counteroffensive, Russia says it has foiled a large-scale Ukrainian counteroffensive, killed hundreds of Kiev's tr- Kiev troops. Right, So this was the long-awaited spring offensive that has now become a summer offensive. And we can get into some more of what's going on elsewhere in Ukraine, but continuing just in terms of uh, this dam collapse. You have this posted by a egg nationalist on Twitter, inside the Ukrainian counteroffensive that shocked Putin and reshaped the war. This was all the way back in December of 2022. And they actually describe in the Washington Post how one of the uh, Ukrainian leaders – considered uh, flooding this river ukrainians he said even conducted a test strike with himyar launchers on one of the floodgates of the dam making three holes in the metal to see if the nippers water could be raised enough to stymie russian crossing but not flood nearby villages the test was a success but the step remained a last resort and he held off so i guess that would go in the uh, in the ukraine did it category is that they uh they said they would do it and they practiced to doing it okay so i mean that I don't know. I, to me, that's a little sus- – I'm a little suspicious of that. You know, When you've got the Ukrainian guys six months ago saying uh, we want to blow up the dam and we practice blowing up the dam and we think we can blow up the dam and we might if we want to. I don't know. Th- to me, that's sort of, um, that sort of hints to maybe Ukraine is, is a little bit responsible for this. That's just me. Hey, that's just me though. Of course, it's not really the only time that something like this happened. In fact, the same nuclear power plant that is now – potentially in trouble because of the blowing up of the dam, uh, was also the target of a Ukrainian offensive uh, earlier last year. This story from the Gateway Pundit in September of 2022, Ukraine's Western-backed gamble to capture Zaporizhia uh, nuclear power plant backfires. The intelligence services of the UK and the United States put together a plan and directed Ukraine to carry it out, i.e. capture the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant from the Russians on the very day that UN inspectors were scheduled to arrive – it was a highly coordinated operation. Uh, for example, David Ignatius, a reliable show for the CIA, wrote a piece in the Washington Post, Ukraine's counteroffensive, More Than Just Bravado. His cheerleading for Ukraine is no mere coincidence. On the same day the Ukrainian army gambled and lost at Zara uh, which again was sort of extremely dangerous. You attack a nuclear power plant, you are really playing with more than fire. You're playing with nuclear catastrophe. Okay, So they've Already attacked the power plant that's now under threat. They've already attacked and and plan on blowing up the dam. Let's see if we can find any other evidence on the other side. I'm a
0: humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice, and truth, and courage, and honor, and will, and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God, and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember... That I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's a thing you built. We did this together. So, God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth, the solution is laying right there in front of you, hidden in plain view. Please listen to me in the next 60 seconds. If you go to Wikipedia, it has links to the UN Zone website where they admit the number one cause of cognitive disability in the world is iodine deficiency. The number one preventable cause of intellectual disability is lack of real pure iodine in the body as they bomb us with the bad halogens, bromine, bromide, chlorine, and so much more. Upwards of 2 billion people in a Lancet Medical Journal study in 2007 worldwide have cognitive disabilities because they don't have high quality iodine. Most iodine is bound to other elements you don't absorb it. We have X3, all three types of the good iodine together that supercharges your body. X3 is now back in stock at InfowarsTore.com. for being sold out for over six months for 25% off. X3, back in stock. Take action now. infowarstore.com
2: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at
1: band.video. All right, folks, we're doing a little, little compare and contrast. We're doing a little investigation here the information that we're provided with have an open mind as to which side blew up this dam in ukraine it is a it is a war crime it does fit the bill as a war crime it's not a reasonable military target uh, but it does it has caused and will continue to cause an ecological disaster and affect possibly kill many, many uh, civilians not actually in the war. Again, we can go back to this uh, AP News article, see if we can't find some more examples of evidence to point us to the perpetrator of this event. Now, one thing they note is that uh, Russia actually depends on this dam in order to supply water to Crimea, which they have uh, annexed. Back in 2014, so I guess that would also go in the Ukraine did it, since Russia is the one that uh, relies on this. So water to Crimea, that would be another benefit for Ukraine having done this. Okay, it's looking a little lopsided right now, but let's you know, let's keep going let's see what else we have. Now another aspect of this is that Russia uh, was in fact occupying the dam at the time. I guess you could say that sort of goes either way, right? They were there, they were on the scene. So that might point to their guilt, uh, but also why would they blow up something they were in control of and relied on? So I'm going to put this firmly in the uh, Ukraine did it category. And I'm actually going to use the same reasoning that uh, Patricia Lewis, the director of the international security program at Chatham House, a think tank in London, used. She said apportioning blame is difficult, saying there's all sorts of reasons Russia would do this she said why would the ukrainians do this themselves given this is ukrainian territory well it's not ukrainian territory it's actually being occupied by russia right now russia was in control of the dam so the the logic is right the reasoning is there it's just uh, the opposite of the truth so the real question would be why would the russians do this when this is russian controlled territory so i'm going to i'm going to put that again uh, firmly on the Ukraine did it side, uh, Russia occupied the dam was Russian occupied at the time, okay all right just keep filling up that uh, left hand pillar there. so and yes they they do admit that you know Russian forces were occupying the facility. They're like maybe it was just maybe it was just disrepair. I mean, you can imagine how it would go from the Russian side, right? They're like, sir, uh, Ukraine is doing a counteroffensive. What do we do? And they're just like, "Eh, blow up the dam we rely on for water. (laughs) What? (laughs) The dam we control, explode it. That makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Now, there's another aspect to this. Pretty interesting. From the AP article, Ukraine controls five out of six of the dams upon the Dnieper River. Which runs from its northern border with Belarus down to the Black Sea and is crucial for the country's drinking water and power supply. They control five out of six of the dams. This is the one they don't control, and it's the one that explodes. And a little too circumstantial to actually add that to the uh, to the list, but I think it's worth noting. All oh, right, you also have that they uh, actually talked about doing this and said that they practiced doing it and were planning on doing it back in December. So we already have that on the list. Uh, Point number two there, but it's it's important to know that um, Ukraine controls five out of six of the other dams on the river because as uh, at my lord Bebo on Twitter notes, since the explosion, the water level in the reservoir hasn't fallen, but on the contrary, has actually grown. This means Ukraine is doing everything to destroy the dam fully and flood the area they channel more water to the broken dam to increase the pressure. So they control the five other dams and it appears as though those five other dams have been opened to allow more water to flood into uh, the area of this dam, putting more pressure and causing the flooding to get worse. So it seems like even if Ukraine didn't blow up the dam, they are doing what they can to make the explosion and the flooding caused by the dam explosion worse than it would be otherwise so um we'll add that to the ukraine did it ukraine uh, is flooding the zone with water from the other dams they control okay, and we'll add that to it so so far we have uh, five points on the ukraine did it and zero on the russia did it i guess if we wanted to put one on the russia did it it would be um zelinski says so okay so i guess we have that i mean i guess we'll we'll note that down that uh Zelensky said actually it was totally russia so we'll, we'll put that on that on the list just just for fairness sake now the russian troops withdrew from the western brink of the kurzen because they feared that this exact thing would happen and it actually would have uh, cut their troops off from being able to join other russian forces if they hadn't moved their things which again i guess you could take this either way you could say well So Russia moved troops out of the area before the dam exploded. That would maybe seem like pre-planning. You know, if they blew it up, then they would want to get their their troops out of the way. Only they didn't get all their troops out of the way and, in fact, have lost a ton of equipment already from this uh, flooding. This from uh, Jimmy SEC UK on Twitter. Uh, Russian soldiers pictured attempting to leave a flooded area on the Russian controlled side of the Dnieper it's probably safe to assume a significant amount of Russian equipment would have been lost in defensive positions that are now underwater. So the flooding, despite Russia sort of suspecting this and, and planning for this and thinking, okay, if they blow up the dam, then these guys are going to be cut off by the floodwaters and this equipment's going to be flooded by the floodwaters. So they started to move it, but they didn't move it fast enough and they, um, didn't move it totally out of the way. So they, they've lost a bunch of equipment. So, um, Uh, Russia equipment losses that would go in the Ukraine did it since why would Russia flood their own military equipment here at the at the uh, front part of the Ukrainian uh, offensive that doesn't make any sense so yeah the pictured Russian Russian soldiers actually having to wade through chest high flood water in order to get out of the positions that they were in as those defensive positions are now underwater again pointing to another benefit that Ukraine would receive from all of this. But looking beyond even just the actual evidence of this attack, you can look at the entirety of this war and take a look at whether this is something that Russia is typically doing or, or Ukraine is typically doing. I like this from uh, Going Underground on Twitter, Gunderground underscore TV. Says this NATO media. The Russians blew up their own Nord Stream pipeline. The Kremlin ordered a drone drone strike on the Kremlin. Russia blew up the Nova Karkova dam to destroy defenses. They've spent half a year building and deny water supplies to Crimea. Do you believe this? Do you believe this sort of stuff? I mean, do you believe that, that Russia blew up its own pipeline? Then blew up its own dam and then attacked its own government buildings? Or is the Ukraine and the Western powers behind all of this and blame Russia because they've portrayed Russia as totally crazy and not having any sense or, or logic behind any of their actions. And it just makes no sense. It just makes no sense at all. We can add to this like uh, you know Nord Stream, just other examples of um, Ukraine, Ukrainian terrorism essentially against Russian infrastructure. I guess we can have the, uh, the Kremlin attack as well, which, again, even – like basically everybody acknowledges it was Ukraine at this point. But even when it first happened, Ukraine was like, we didn't do that. That's a terrorist attack. It's like, but you did do it. And they're like, yeah, we did though. Yeah, actually though, but actually we did. <laughs> actually, we keep doing it. Didn't they blow up a big bridge too? Didn't the Ukrainians blow up a, a, a giant bridge early in the, in the conflict? Uh, I'm, I'm blanking on what exactly that, uh, that situation was. Maybe we can, maybe we can find that. Because I'm pretty sure a yeah, Kremlin uh, bridge explosion you know, was being used by uh, Russia to uh, move Russian troops.
5: It looks like
2: uh, Ukrainian
1: special
5: forces blew up a key strategic bridge and occupied Dundesk, or Dun, Donetsk. Donetsk. Yeah, and that was, uh,
1: I think, August of last year. It was the same one, a Crimean bridge explosion. Uh, October of last year, October 2022, fire broke out as a result of an explosion which occurred on the bridge, uh, running from Russia to Kirch on in Russia-occupied Crimea. So, you know, it's another example of... Um, they're just blowing up bridges left and right. Yeah, blowing up their own bridges that they rely on, just like they're blowing up their own water supply that they rely on, just like they're blowing up their own Nord Stream pipeline that they rely on. These Russians, I tell you, they're crazy. So We'll add that to just just the pattern of um, you know Ukraine destroying civilian infrastructure uh, that Russia controls and then blaming it on Russia. So we'll add that um, you know, bridge attack. Again, You know, it doesn't have exactly directly to do with the damn attack, but it's, it's a pattern of behavior that I think we should look at. So, um, yeah, Ukraine did this, and they're war criminals and threatening a nuclear meltdown.
0: Thanks, guys. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot, because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt, red, white, and blue, Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt, great way to fund Operation. So get your Alex shows for President and Trump mugshot shirts at Infowarstore.com or by calling toll-free triple 253-3139. You're watching the American Journal
1: with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, third hour has begun here on American Journal. I I forgot to add one more thing. We're going to move on from the dam um, explosion. But I did want to I did want to add the uh, nuclear power plant attack since, uh, you know, Russia occupies this nuclear power plant and um, Ukraine had previously attacked it and tried to take it over while there were investigators and and overseers from the U.N. actually looking at it. So um, nuclear power plant attack. So that would just be another sort of in line with you know Ukraine attacking civilian infrastructure and uh, threatening nuclear meltdown and total ecological disaster because they're uh, completely insane. So nuclear power plants attacked. So there you go. So let's see what's our what's our final tally here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten. Did I skip one? Ten or eleven? Ten or eleven um examples to to point to uh, Ukraine having do it, uh, having done it uh under the russia did it category we have because uh, uh zelensky said so. so i guess it's up to you whether you trust zelensky and stoltenberg and schultz or whether you trust uh, history and reality and the russians. So there you go. That's what we have. We're going to move on from that. We're going to move on to that to, to a whole bunch of other stories here. We're also going to open the lines for your phone calls, but first i want to go to this video. Just because it's just, yeah, yeah. let's just watch, shall we? Bill Gates is, he's at it again, folks. Clip number three here. Very exciting uh, promotional video for Bill Gates' new venture where he's created a factory to manufacture mosquitoes. Let's just watch.
6: Hi, I'm Scott O'Neill here in Medellin, Colombia today, and I'm at the world's biggest mosquito factory for the World Mosquito Program. We're making in here 30 million mosquitoes a week. Come have a look. 30 million mosquitoes a week—they're making. We're doing it for a very serious reason. Mm. Cities like Medellin have suffered from diseases like dengue, Zika, chikungunya for decades, but not anymore. We've been able to bring the solution of Wolbachia mosquitoes to the city. When this bacteria called Wolbachia gets introduced into the mosquito, it stops their ability to transmit dengue. We release mosquitoes that have Wolbachia. Now they go and mate, and Wolbachia gets passed into the wild mosquito population. If we're going to control these diseases in all the tropical cities of the world, um, it's going to require a lot of mosquitoes. The mosquito life cycle starts with the egg. And in this room, we've got a lot of eggs. Each one of these strips, these tiny black dots, are up to 10,000 mosquito eggs. Across all of these strips, about one and a half million dried eggs waiting to hatch. In this tray, we've got the newly hatched eggs. They're little larvae, so small you can hardly see them. They're going to sit in here for a few days and eat and get bigger until... They look like these ones over here. They're starting to turn into pupae. We're wanting to do the next step of sorting. Sorting the males from the females. We want to do that so we can manipulate the sex ratio in the cages to be more female than male. The bottom ones along here are the boys and the ones at the top are the girls. They're bigger. From here, they're going into the adult adult cages. cages. We have adults that we continuously grow in what we call our brood stock. And then over here, we have the mass-produced mosquitoes getting ready to give us the eggs to go out directly into the field. It's crazy how they sound. Yeah, it's definitely
2: crazy. You might
6: wonder, what do we feed all these mosquitoes here? Well, I can tell you, we've got the good stuff in here. On the top shelf, literally, we've got the blood. They love it. Once the mosquitoes are grown, they're ready to go out into the field.
1: Wow, no, it's incredible. I love it. 30 million mosquitoes being created and released a week in Colombia as Bill Gates genetically modifies and just experiments on the entire world. Will this have negative consequences? Can we even predict what the consequence of genetically modifying mosquitoes, and then releasing them out amongst the human population, could possibly be? No, but they're doing it anyway is why we really need to, we need to get ahead of this stuff. We really can't, you can't just respond when they're like already doing this. We have to do something that prevents this from ever happening in the first place.
2: You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith.
1: All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Third hour of American Journal is on here. Brought to you by ProviderShield x 3 Only a very, very, very brief time left to take advantage of the sale price on Survival Shield X3. It's 25% off, but that's not going to last long. I believe we're in the last 48 hours of that sale. Just don't wait. If you want to stock up, now is the time to do it. 48 hours left to save, 25% off as we are selling out and going to have to end this. Sale fairly soon. Of course, TurboForce Plus is also 25% off. Brain Force Plus is 50% off. Tons of stuff on sale right now at Infowarsstore.com. Best of all, you know that you are supporting this singular outlet for truth. That it really has foreseen so much of what is happening. And if only, if only we could get this information out to a critical mass of people, could we prevent these homicidal, genocidal, anti-human madmen from destroying the entire world in their desperate drive to gain and maintain power it's just so sick I think there needs to be some sort of some sort of like religious revival that has to do with like the sacredness of DNA the sacredness of this infinitely complicated code that runs life like too often it's just like they're just I mean, god only knows what they're doing in the in the government labs when china they're doing they're manipulating human dna but even animal dna or, or the dna of crops like the stuff should be off limits you can do all sorts of crazy manipulation without actually going in and rewriting the base code of existence because we have no idea what the outcome will be but they're just doing it just rewriting the dna code of mosquitoes then releasing them into the wild being like maybe people will get bit less we don't know we could probably do the same thing with like spraying a little bit off maybe maybe we could do something like that i mean you can just imagine when you see that video of just the laboratory and you can just imagine how many billions of dollars these types of programs uh, take I, i bet you i bet it would be a more effective policy just to pay citizens of columbia to kill mosquitoes just like your job full time is just like walk around and slap mosquitoes out of the air it'd probably it probably actually be more effective use of the money but then they don't get to play god so and of course they're they've talked about manipulating the dna of mosquitoes so that they actually spread mrna vaccines. so when you get bit by a mosquito you're being unwittingly and unwillingly vaccinated because they love you so much and want to save you it's just sick and disgusting and that might be the just, – I'm just trying to think of how you get ahead of this. How you, like we, we can't just have these mad scientists doing these crazy experiments like blocking out the sun. That would have to be a different thing we'd have to tackle later on. But maybe just like as a national policy, we can just be against the foundation-level code manipulation of existence and just say DNA is sacred. You're not allowed to mess with it. You're not allowed to rewrite DNA because every human has a right to unaltered DNA. Every baby has a right to be born in a natural state as God intended and not have some scientist without, before they're even able to consent manipulating their very genetic code. Every, every baby has that right. Also, I guess would apply to um, abortion as well. Right. Can you say that? that dna is sacred from the moment the baby's conceived it has unique dna that's different separate biological signature that is totally unique and deserves to be protected deserves to exist and also not be manipulated like if we could just get ahead of this then we won't have to just realize it's happening five years later and be like wait you're doing what with mosquitoes you should stop that now I love how the excuses they use are like, because of Zika and, and COVID. And it's like, the things you made in a lab, you psychopaths? Okay. We're going to take your calls throughout this hour. The number two dial is 1-877-789-2539. It's one 789 2539 Give us a call here at American Journal. We can talk about all these topics. We still have some more World War III news to talk about. We have just... Even more headlines about the out-of-control nature of the deep state in this country as the FBI is just a a rabid dog completely off the chain, cannot, refuses to be contained by the duly elected citizen oversight. We'll get into that. This stack here, it's it's a very sizable stack. There's just stories from this weekend. I thought were the top stories. I thought were the most important ones. Every one of these we could probably spend an hour and a half on. We should we just go through them? Should we just see what's been happening on planet Earth over the last couple of days? Let's take a look. From the Telegraph, Anglo-Saxons aren't real, Cambridge tells students in an effort to fight Nationalism. Cambridge is teaching students that Anglo-Saxons did not exist as, an eth- as a distinct ethnic group as part of efforts to undermine myths of nationalism. Okay, so you don't exist. Probably just, just a prelude to actually genociding them, since that's how genocide works. But we'll move on. Ministers had, had a chilling secret unit to curb lockdown dissent. Again, from the Telegraph. A secretive government unit worked with social media companies in an effort to curtail discussions of controversial lockdown policies during the pandemic, the Telegraph can reveal. The counter disinformation unit, CDU, was set up by ministers to tackle supposed domestic threats and was used to target those critical of lockdown and questioning the mass mass vaccination of children. So they had their posts removed on social media where, again, you had a ministry of truth that using COVID as an excuse was cooperating in a fascistic style with the social media companies to silence their dissenters. The AI firm that conducted state surveillance of your social media post, another headline from Telegraph. An industrial estate in Yorkshire is an unlikely location for a state surveillance operation, but those blank-looking warehouses are home to an artificial intelligence company used by the government to monitor people's posts on social media. The company called Logically has been paid more than 1.2 million dollars of taxpayer money to analyze what the government terms disinformation—that is, false information deliberately seeded online—and misinformation, which is false information that has been spread inadvertently, or true information that they don't like. It's a, it's a thin line there, but they cross it. It does this by ingesting material from more than hundreds of thousands of media sources and all public posts on social me- major social media platforms using AI to identify those that are potentially problematic yeah, this is very problematic you speaking out of turn so using ai to just mass censor the world population digital health landmark landmark digital health initiative today the european commission and the world health organization have announced the launch of a landmark digital health partnership you know what this means vaccine passports and digital id Administrated by the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, and the UN, as well as the EU, and these other super state unelected control grids. In June 2023, WHO will take up the European Union system of digital COVID-19 certification to establish a global system that will help facilitate global mobility and protect citizens. Oh, it'll help facilitate mobility and protect people. okay okay, great, then I guess just uh, inject it in my forehead. I guess just like go ahead and put the chip in my hand as long as you use the words, you know, mobility and protect, I'm an idiot and I believe you. Totally ridiculous. It's the first building block of the WHO Global Digital Health Certification Network that will develop a wide range of digital products to deliver better health for all and also coincide and be adopted adopted into the uh, 15-minute City CBDC, Total Surveillance uh, Control Digital Panopticon that actually has biometric and health-justified control of your transactional-level participation in the uh, social market. So they're just doing it. Nobody wants it. Not necessary. Things that are apparently justifying it are things that – they themselves did like create a virus in a lab and then release it on purpose but hey whatever it takes to get that jail cell door shut and locked on humanity once and for all we'll be right back
0: just weeks ago i warned the world that the globalists were going to move against tucker carlson and take him off the air people said no way he's the most pop would ever happen they've got quadrillions in stolen money They only had to Carlson on the air because they believed they could control him. But as soon as they figured out they couldn't, he was taken off the air. It's the same thing with InfoWars. But InfoWars is not owned by Fox or controlled by George Soros or owned by Spotify like Joe Rogan. We are only beholden to our viewers and our listeners. And when you support us, we're unstoppable. I'm not underwritten by Rupert Murdoch or by George Soros. I'm underwritten by you, which is we the people. So I want to thank you for your support and encourage viewers and listeners to understand. Please don't take InfoWars for granted. We're barely hanging on. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support while getting great products at the same time at InfoWarsStore.com. So don't procrastinate. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, get amazing products that keep us on the air, and never submit to these tyrants. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. Literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative, and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue.
2: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
1: Right, welcome back, folks. We'll go out to your phone calls here momentarily. Still some lines open if you want to call in. The number to dial one 789 2539 Still some interesting-looking calls here that we'll go to in just a second. I just want to keep going through some of these headlines. In each one of them, we could spend just so much time. Digging into, figuring out what exactly is behind it. Well, let's just go through. I mean, there's too much. There's too much to cover, so we'll just, we'll just go through it. You can do some further reading on your own time if you want. All these stories will be shortly available on my Substack, harrisonelsmith.substack.com. You can do your, own, uh, do your own research into this. We'll just continue here. Uh, Mayor Adams of New York floats the idea of New Yorkers housing migrants in private res- uh, residence. Mayor Eric Adams now wants to start paying everyday New Yorkers to shelter migrants in their own homes as the Big Apple struggles to find beds for the thousands of, quote, asylum seekers still flooding into the city. Again, we I, I just won't even get it. It's just they're, they're now telling you that they will compensate you for keeping the citizens of other countries in your home. You'd think this would perhaps violate the Third Amendment. But I guess they're not soldiers, so you know – they're not technically soldiers, so housing the adult men, the the foreigners from a different country who are citizens of a different country uh, in your house, I guess doesn't violate the uh, Third Amendment. I I guess it's still up to you whether you let this person into your house or not. Uh, That's not the case with uh, churches. Churches will be forced to do this. (laughs) He, of course, is not taking part of this himself. The mayor will not be keeping any of these people in his home. Obviously, Uh, but the city is also going to uh, house asylum seekers, foreigners in uh, churches. Fifty churches have now been taken over in order to house these invaders because it's just a full on invasion of our country taking place beyond, beyond description. A reading man has been arrested for quoting the Bible in public. It took less less than 60 seconds of standing on a sidewalk for Damon Atkins to be placed in handcuffs and arrested for quoting a portion of a Bible verse. On Saturday morning, dozens of people were gathered outside of the Reading City Hall on Washington Street to participate in the city's first-ever Pride March and Rally endorsed by Mayor Eddie Moran. (laughs) What a Moran. Uh, At approximately 10.05 a.m., Atkins arrived at the public sidewalk across the street from City Hall. In less than a minute, he found himself in handcuffs. The entire incident was captured on film. By Matthew Ware of Reading, this is in Pennsylvania, who told the Lancaster Patriot that he'd been preaching prior to Atkins' arrival and was told to stop by the same police officer who later handcuffed Atkins. Ware said he preached for about 12 minutes and then began to film events. The video begins with Ware narrating and explaining that he preached until a cop got in my face, laid hands on me, and threatened to arrest me if I didn't stop. They've got drag queens here. They've got children here. They're about to do a flag-raising ceremony in this Satan cesspit. And then uh, this guy, Atkins, who's uh, carrying a sign— On public property and quoting the Bible, gets arrested and handcuffs. So there you go. No quoting the Bible in public, not when there are gays about. As Jesus said, go and sin no more. And that, of course, is uh, hate speech. So we're all about diversity. We're all about pride. We're all about everybody living their authentic self. But if you're Christian, you're going to get arrested for daring to express that. Let the drag queens molest the children in peace, won't you? Tory MP... Bob Stewart uh, Stewart has been charged with racially motivated public order offense over Bahraini uh, clash. I changed this headline. Uh, The subtext or the subtitle says what really happened. Tory MP Bob Stewart charged with racially aggravated abuse after telling a human rights activist to, quote, go back to Bahrain. I could see how this would be offensive except that the guy came from Bahrain. So an MP now. An MP, a member of parliament in Britain, is being charged because he told somebody from Bahrain to go back to that country. I guess conversation goes something like, uh, like the guy from Bahrain going, "I hate this country. This country's bad and it needs to change." And the guy's like, "Well, what's your country? Where are you from? I'm from Bahrain. Okay, why don't you go back there? You're under arrest, sir. How dare you tell me to go back somewhere?" Just completely ridiculous and insane. He is the director, the person who he said to go back to Bahrain is uh the director of the Bahrain Institute for Rights and Democracy. He alleged that the MP told him to go back to Bahrain. He's like his job is, is he's still like his job is still the Bahraini Council of uh, Rights and Democracy. Completely insane. South Africa plans to limit water for white people by enacting race quotas. One of those stories make you go, "Is this for real?" Then you actually open it and realize it's true, leaving you wondering what on earth is going on in our messed up progressive clown world. I don't wonder. I mean, this is obvious. I mean, come on, they're going to do this. Obviously, they're going to do this. Obviously, this is in the plans. this Is in the works. The rationing, the the water rationing, the food rationing, the racial quotas, the slow pressure, the soft genocide of white people around the world is simply a little bit ahead of the curve in south africa but certainly not out of the ordinary or unexpected let's remember that uh white people aren't real well yeah anglo-saxons don't exist but they will be denied water rights the nuclear family is over we should raise our kids in communes says this uh author i think the mic's still open guys says this author from the times Uh, Quote, I've decided (laughs) – I'm not even going to – it's just like so ridiculous. I decided I wanted a baby. Specifically, I want a baby but only on Sundays. I would perhaps be willing to supervise said baby on Mondays too just so long as somebody else could look after it while I'm at the office. Perhaps they could take it for a couple hours in the evening too. Only if I fancy popping out for dinner. I don't want to be unreasonable here. Well, you should be sterilized. Uh, Whoever wrote that article, that sentence, whoever came up with that paragraph uh, needs to be removed from the gene pool. Okay, you shouldn't be allowed to be anywhere near children, you psychopath. But again, just in line with everything that's going on uh, as they are going out of their way to abolish the nuclear family because the most extreme right wing Christian fundamentalists were right about everything. Apparently. We're learning that from Zero Hedge, University of Texas, students behind censorship project targeting conservative news outlets. So, of course, it was the social media platforms and the deep state and the cooperation from the secret CDU countering disinformation unit and the disinformation unit within the DHS and the CIA and the other national security organizations that were working with the corporations. But you also had academia in it as well, claiming that anybody who opposed the ridiculous, unjustified, unscientific and now that we know, hugely damaging policy of the COVID lockdown, uh, all of these were working together and cooperating in order to uh, silence anybody who was actually correct and had a good idea about what to do, which has led to God only knows how many deaths and, and suffering around the world, and they will not go unpunished. Patrick Webb has released this, breaking 92% of COVID deaths were among the triple vaccinated in 2022, according to government data. This, again, is in the UK. The UK government has released official figures, which shows that the fully vaccinated population accounted for 92% of COVID-19 deaths throughout the entirety of 2022, nine in every 10 COVID deaths in England over the past two years. They have this whole chart, only 125 unvaccinated people died, quote, of COVID, where third dose or booster was upwards of 2,000, meaning that you had 2,281 deaths in the vaccinated and 125 in the unvaccinated, 92% of COVID deaths being amongst the triple vaccinated, according to the government. And I think we, we know why. Actually, there's a study that says exactly why. we we'll cover that. And go to your calls on the other side. Don't go anywhere, folks. Go to infowarsstore.com because we told you so.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the truth, the solution is laying right there in front of you, hidden in plain view. Please listen to me in the next 60 seconds. If you go to Wikipedia, it has links to the Zone website where they admit the number one cause of cognitive disability in the world is iodine deficiency. The number one preventable cause of intellectual disability is lack of real pure iodine in the body as they bomb us with the bad halogens, bromine, bromide, chlorine, and so much more. Upwards of two billion people in a Lancet Medical Journal study in 2007 worldwide have cognitive disabilities because they don't have high quality iodine. Most iodine is bound to other elements you don't absorb it. We have X3, all three types of good iodine together that supercharges your body. X3 is now back in stock at InfowarsStore.com, for being sold out for over six months for 25% off. X3, back in stock. Take action now. Infowarstor.com InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
2: Record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your
1: host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, Patriots, geniuses. Glad you've you've made it through the Berlin wall of censorship and control here to the side of freedom. we we got to take your calls. I, I, I really want to hear what um, our fine listeners have to say. I'll just, I'll just keep going. I'll just keep going through some of these headlines. We'll finish up real quick. Go out to your calls. And I'll have to save some of the more World War Three level stuff for tomorrow. Getting crazy out there. But we just noted that according to official government statistics in the UK, 92% of people who died from COVID... In 2022, we triple vaccinated. The more vaxxed you were, the more likely you were to get COVID, the more likely you are to die of COVID. Perhaps this is because of well, what is revealed in this scientific study posted by Dennis Rancourt on Twitter. Repeated mRNA injections reviewed probably make you more susceptible to death and disease. Oh, darn, we're so sorry about that, health officers will never say. This is a scientific study titled Ig. G4 antibodies introduced by repeated vaccination may generate immune tolerance to the SARS-CoV2 spike protein. What they say is that ng G4 levels. Detected after repeated vaccination with the mRNA vaccines may not be a protective mechanism. Rather, it constitutes an immune tolerance mechanism to the spike protein that could promote unopposed SARS-CoV-2 infection and replication by suppressing natural antiviral responses. Increased IgG4 synthesis due to repeated mRNA vaccination and high antigen concentration may also cause immune diseases and promote cancer growth and autoimmune myocarditis in susceptible individuals so there's and we've known this was the case for a long time i mean the the vaccine pitch meeting i made just like over a year ago i make the joke that you get aids if you get this right your immune system is destroyed like we've known this for a while this is just sort of elucidating or or illustrating the exact process the exact proteins that uh, cause this to take place but heart attacks cancer myocarditis and uh, immune suppression all taking place as a consequence of repeated mRNA vaccinations. Uh, Here's an utterly depressing headline. Ukraine's population is close to half level of 1991. According to a think tank, only 29 million people remain in Ukraine, down from 52 million when it declared independence in 1991, the Ukrainian Institute for the Future said on Monday. The think tank noted that the demographic trend raises concerns for the country's very survival. So Ukraine is quite literally being depopulated as we speak, and after... 50-plus years of Soviet communist domination and exploitation. They had twice as many people as they have from around 30 years of NATO involvement. Really incredible. U.S. House panel to pursue contempt of Congress proceedings against the FBI. You would hope this would be like a major story across all the headlines. Like every news station would be very concerned about the fact that the Congress – is actually struggling to maintain its role and actually assert its power over the unaccountable, unelected spy state, secret federal government, but they're not really. They'll, they'll mention it. Yeah, a little yeah, there's a little uh, little conflict going on. That's all I mentioned. It's actually a huge deal. And could set the president for The entire future of this country. Meanwhile, Antarctic sensation ice shelves surrounding the continent of Antarctica grew in overall size from 2009 to 2019, completely abolishing the entire excuse for climate change that they're predicating so much of the censorship and uh, totalitarianism on. The Conversation.com is warned that A.I. could take over over elections and undermine democracy. Of course, that's already happening around the world and the people doing it are bragging about it, like the CEO of Palantir, Alex Karp, who said that they've already crushed the rise of the right wing using A.I. and their Gotham system uh, as done by Palantir. But they might actually affect the vote totals like directly, which I guess they're concerned about, not as much concerned about the A.I. influence of the narrative and the storyline and the beliefs of people. I don't care. Independent Nord Stream Expedition discovers a clue missed by official invest investigators. The Gray Zone participated in an independent expedi- expedition investigating the sabotage of the Nord Stream Pipeline. And near one of the blast sites, they discovered a diving boot used by U.S. Navy divers. And the Swedish investigators must have uh, missed that particular smoking gun. Uh, this headline – I'm going to save this headline for now. I'm going to save this headline for the next segment because – You'll see. Well, we're going to focus on that one. Just wait. Uh, but here's a pretty big story. I think people should be concerned about this. All new U S jobs since the COVID crash have gone to foreign born workers. So they shut down the entire country, uh, leaving a deficit of uh, 22 million jobs erased in just three years. All of the jobs regained since the forcible, uh, forcible shutdown. There are 3.3 million more jobs since the peak of the COVID crash. And, uh, Every single one of them apparently went to a uh, foreigner, not an American. Okay, That's nice to know. Public strongly rejects uh, transgenderism, despite corporate p- pride. That's the latest uh, poll. This article from uh, Breitbart: Americans are uniting in broad opposition to the transgender ideology, despite a roar of pro-transgender rhetoric from Fortune 500 companies, government officials, and establishment media. Which is good. You know, the majority of Americans don't fall for this crap. But that's really not good. It's really like this answer is not like, yeah, see, the majority gets it. Barely. Yeah, barely. You know what's horrifying? Only 57% of Americans agree with the statement, there are only two genders. That's not exactly a victory. Now, that number should be 100%. The fact that 43% don't know whether there's just male and female that's horrifying. Okay. So it's being presented as a, as a good thing. And of course, it, it goes to the fact that uh, these things are being forced on us, despite the fact that we don't want them and that nobody likes them except for the bankers at the top who force them. So, you know, I get it's a good headline, right? Like, America doesn't agree with this, but we're still being forced on it. But yeah, only 57% of Americans are like two genders. Yep, I agree. Yeah. 43 were like, Haha, maybe who's listening. Am I going to be canceled? I don't know. I don't know how many genders there are. I don't know what gender is. Please leave me alone. So it's sort of horrifying, but that's where we are. With that, we got to your phone calls. Max in Kansas. Thanks for calling in. I didn't even mention Hunter Biden's laptop, uh, got posted on the internet and good Lord. Uh, thanks for calling in Max. You're on the air. Uh,
7: yeah, Harrison, you put it uh, perfectly. Good Lord. It is my, my gosh, dude. Like i <laughs> I mean, have you gotten the chance to look over any of the photos? A little
1: bit. I guess, a little bit.
7: It's needs to be put away forever. Yeah. Like, I cannot put into words how disgusted and simply horrified I was to look through some of these, particularly relating to, I mean, his literal pedophilic images of his niece, Natalie Biden, who's now 18. And from looking at the date of those photos uh, of her making extremely questionable and provocative gestures in some of the photos, uh, she would have been as young as 12 years old.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: 12 years old. Many of uh, many photos of her being from right around 2017, and 2018. Photos of her in a bikini, sucking on her fingers, Snapchats with sexually vulgar language and text, eating pizza. Yes, pizza. You're a you're a smart guy. You know what that picture <laughs> means. Uh, and uh, you know all these photos on her, on, uh, you know all these on her laptop. And like, because here's the thing. None of these are, are cute or normal or anything like that. You know you can't just disregard them as regular photos and Uncle would have the same thing that people always liberals usually say about pictures of Joe Biden groping underage girls and smelling their hair. Oh, those stupid Republicans are back at it, making Joe seem like a creepy old man again, which couldn't be farther from the truth. He's just the sweetest old man, isn't he? Sure, sometimes he struggles, but boy, oh boy, he's just the best. Here's the retard who's defending a minor attracted person. You Mm -hmm. can't call them pedophiles anymore. But, I mean, nothing they do is normal. This is disgusting. And I actually just tagged you in a tweet with some of the photos if you want to put them up on the screen to give people just a bit of a taste. Uh, I mean, I mean it's. And I mean, don't I don't
1: want well, uh, to Max, don't get busted here for distributing child pornography. I don't know if we can report on uh, the the Hunter Biden laptop. No, it's it's horrifying. It's like how many levels do you have to go? It's like eh, he's got all these pictures of a young girl. It's like that's bad enough. And then it's like, oh, but it's also his niece. And it's like, okay, <laughs> oh my God. how far? You can report cesspitch? on it, but he but he can
7: post them, and he he'll can be post okay. Him. He can have
1: them on his. Laptop. The FBI had the laptop for years. Nothing has been uh, done about this. And he's, um, of course, making millions of dollars for, you know, providing influence and access to his father, who was vice president at the time that a lot of these were taken.
5: In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere
0: Please write this down and please go look this up. It will change your life. The UN admits and the Lancet Medical Journal admits that upwards of two billion people have mental disabilities and declining cognitive abilities. The term they use is intellectual disability because of lack of iodine. Most iodine in the environment is bound to other elements so your body can't absorb it. Only pure iodine can really be absorbed right into the cells. And InfoWarStore.com has the only iodine out there that actually has this type of full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, X3's been sold out for six months. It's very hard to produce, and it's finally back in stock. In fact, I was just taking some before I shot this ad. This, ladies and gentlemen, is powerful. You and your family need it. It's 25% off back in stock. X3, try iodine exclusively at InfoWarStore.com. Take action now, but regardless, research this info.